Welcome listeners. Welcome listeners. You're listening to the Deeds in the Desert. The place where real estate investors tune in for the latest news and available investments at Ignite Funding. If you're on the hunt for a low effort, passive income stream, then turn up that volume and pull out the hammock as we get ready to feed you your weekly dose of real estate investing insights. Welcome back for another episode of Deeds in the Desert. My name is Izzy Rosari, Director of Marketing here at Ignite Funding. Today's guest, we have Misty Bethany, Chief Compliance Officer. Thanks for joining us today, Misty. My pleasure. So let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. So this episode came about, um, I think, a couple weeks ago when we were discussing a new loan with some of our investors, and some of them were asking more questions than usual about the project. And we're conversing a little bit and you had a great idea um, to come up with some idea about, uh, you know, afternoon tea or, you know, every project may not be the investor's cup of tea. And so that's pretty much the premise of what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about a little bit of why every loan we release may not be for you as an investor. Various reasons why that loan may not be for you, but we're going to we're going to debunk some of the things that we hear from investors and potential investors about all the loans that we release and how we can ensure that you understand every loan that we do release is gone through with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. So, Misty, the one of the first things I want to talk about is LTVs. The minute investors see 90%, 95% even, 80%, pretty much anything over our standard average, which I would say about is 65 to 70%. They always want to ask, well, why? Well, well, how can we answer that for them when they do see those high LTVs? Well, we do a pretty good job about answering that, right? So sometimes it, we don't shop BPOs for one thing. Mm-hmm. So if an appraisal or a BPO comes back, higher than what our underwriter believes it to be the case. Mm-hmm. We're still going to release the loan. Mm-hmm. He's already done the due diligence. He believes in the, the property. And now it's up to the investors to decide if they want to go on that loan. We're not going to go get another appraisal. We're not going to get another opinion of value. But we will explain why we believe it to be a low value. And then it's up to the investor to make their their choices to whether or not they feel comfortable with all of that. I think that's one of the things I like the most that we we do. And I think a lot of investors honestly don't even know that's something that we do is we do not shop BPOs or appraisals. We don't do that. Just because we have a BPO come in very high, let's say, like I said, in the 80s or 90s, doesn't mean we're going to go to another broker or anyone else that we can try to, hey, can you uh, smudge the numbers or something like that? It's, we just don't do that. And that's not ideal for us. So um, that's just something that we pride ourselves in. So if we can mitigate doing anything like that, we do. And so that's why we don't go and shop those things. Yeah. And it comes back to transparency, which as you know, that is, you know, what we believe in completely. And this is another aspect of it. We're we're very transparent as to where that third party opinion of value came in, Mm -hmm. as well as why we think that it's still a good loan. And, you know, any loan that we put out there, I always tell investors when I'm talking to them, we would go on ourselves, and often we are. Mm-hmm. 
Let's uh, talk about the next thing that we get a lot of, especially in the last couple of years now that we've been venturing out of the Southwest, which is the location. Who would live there? Why would somebody want to open a store or retail in that city? Oh, what's the local economy like? And it's because a lot of investors are unfamiliar with various parts of Montana and Idaho and Texas and all these different things that, you know, we have to look into. We're not just underwriting um, the piece of land. We're looking at the local economies. We are looking at jobs. We are looking at all these various things that are important to not just the loan, but also the investors as well. And so that's one thing I think we dive a little bit more into. But um, what, what's your perspective on this, Misty? You know, we you've been in the compliance department for a good amount of time now. And mm-hmm. you you seen when we first started, I mean, it was just Nevada, Utah, and Arizona. That's pretty much all we were in. And now we're all in these different states. And what are some things that we have to do to, you know, help people understand the locations that we're deciding to go into? Yeah. And so, you know, when we're doing, when we were doing Nevada loans, Las Vegas, Henderson, everybody's familiar with that, right? You go into Salt Lake, people have heard of that. Now, as we're growing and we're expanding, we have these towns that maybe people haven't heard of. The one I think of the most is hits home to me because we did a loan a couple of years ago um, for a little place called Salisaw, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Most people haven't heard of it. No. Just happens I have family that live right there. So I was very excited about it. And I, you know, I, I called up my aunt and I said, guess what? We're doing a loan there and this is what's coming in. And from her perspective, right, she doesn't really know a lot about what we do. She's like, that's awesome. We need this retail there. And that's exactly what our underwriter already knew. He didn't need me to have that connection. He already had looked at the location right. and knew what they needed. Basically, it was just validating what he had already done. Absolutely. So that's perfect. That reminds me of a lot of a loan that we did a couple of years ago, too, in uh, Nampa, yeah. Idaho. I never heard of Nampa. You know, everybody thinks of Idaho that you think of basically Boise. And for some people, Idaho Falls. That's pretty right. much what they knew. But I realized what we were doing there was a big deal. When I started seeing the local newspapers and local news talking about the Karcher Mall, talking about what we were doing, what our developer or borrower is doing, coming in there and changing things. And people were ecstatic. They were excited. And these are some of the things that usually the only local markets know or the local markets understand. Whereas an investor, you know, the majority of our investors are based in uh, California Nevada, Texas, and Florida, you know, so they know their backyards. They don't know these various places. So Mm -hmm. it's really hard for them to understand. So that's why we do try to give them as much information as we can, especially on the fact sheets that we release to the investors. But we also try to talk it up more from the underwriting side of things. Our underwriter does give us a wealth of knowledge, especially when he's releasing these loans to our salespeople and the client services reps so that they understand and how to articulate the various things that these investors are going to ask about. When it relates to the location. Yeah, because he's done the research. He's gone there. He's boots on the ground. He's seen the area. He knows what the area demographics look like and what they need there. And then he educates us on that. Um, And, you know, this is our way of having a small part in making differences in these communities. The next one we always get is uh, new borrowers. (laughs) And I think um, some of our... uh, Longer staffed employees here do say it best, you know, every borrower that comes to us is eventually new. And so that's, that's right. one thing that, to think about as, a, as yourself as an investor is remember that every new borrower or every borrower we currently have has been new at some point in time. So the one thing that you have to do is 
figure out how can you trust them. You can do your own research and your own due diligence on the borrower. We do give you as much information about the borrower as we can, but um, just like you've done your due diligence on Ignite Funding, feel free to do so on the new borrowers that we release. Um, what's something else that some people can look into when we do release new uh, new projects from new borrowers, Misty? Well, like you said, we give a wealth of information on the borrower, on the group. Um, we have looked at them, and but the main thing to keep in mind is, unlike a bank, we're not underwriting with an emphasis on the borrower, but on the property and the the value there. So that keep always keep that in mind. And as you said, every borrower we have was new at some point. So we want to keep bringing new borrowers on, and investors should want that too. Why? Because the more you have with us, the longer you're here, you're going to build, right? You're going to want to go on more loans and expand your portfolio, and new borrowers allow you to diversify even further. Last one we get is when we get these off-the-wall projects. And what I mean by that, it's not your typical, you know, track home. It's not your typical, you know, development that we do, um, luxury homes and things like that. You're talking just different things. And some of those projects um, that I wanted to bring up was, we did this many moons ago, but it was a hotel conversion in New Mexico of all places. And I remember a lot of people were kind of um, weary about that because they're like, what are we going to do in Albuquerque, New Mexico? How is he going to do this? How is he going to convert? How are people going to stay, all these questions, you know. And um, once again, a lot of the different things that um, trigger the local market to understand this is a good thing has happened, just like I mentioned in Nampa, a lot of the local newspapers were talking about it, the locals were talking about it. These were receptive people to the investment that we had released, which was great. Another project I did want to bring up, we just did uh, last year, which was the Evil Knievel <laughs> Museum here, right. here locally in Las Vegas. I know a lot of people in Topeka, Kansas may have been upset finding out about the uh, Evil Knievel Museum coming to Las Vegas, but it coming here is is a big deal. I mean, everybody knows Las Vegas is not just the city that never sleeps, but it's also one of the entertainment capitals of the world. So for Evil Knievel to come here, I think it's a pretty big deal. But I do remember a lot of investors were like, who, who's going to go to that? You know? Well, you know what it reminds me of, and it's kind of timely, right, with what just happened in the sports world last week. Mm -hmm. When the Golden Knights was announced for coming here, everybody mm -hmm. said it's going to fail. Yep. Nobody's going to come to Las Vegas to mm -hmm. see hockey. Um, they were wrong. They were very much wrong. I mean, congrats to the uh, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Something the, I uh, never thought Izzy would say, <laughs> Sharks fan. Uh, 408 San Jose Sharks. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, it, it, it goes a long ways. I mean, sports is a big indicator of how cities are doing. And I'm not necessarily talking about how well the teams are doing, but what's coming. You right. Know? Las Vegas, I mean, I've never thought, I'd imagine, I mean, I've been here about a decade. And in the last couple of years, we've received hockey. We have football. Baseball's coming. Baseball's we, we have coming. Uh, the WNBA with yeah. the Aces. Um, soccer is here. You know, I can keep going. We have AAA baseball here. And, and we're getting the Evil Knievel Museum. Yep. And the Evil Knievel <laughs> Museum is opening up here. Um, not this year. We still have a long ways to go on that. Um, make sure you uh, stay up to date on that. You can go ahead and Google and see some of the updates that are going on. But these are some of the things that I think is a little bit outlandish for some people to understand that um, – how is this a good investment? And at the end of the day, I think it's something to, for them to always understand, whether it's potential investors or current investors, is that 
we go through as much possible information as we can, not just the underwriting process, but understanding the property, understanding the economics, the borrower, um, the longevity of everything that they're trying to do. And we try to give that every piece of that information to our investors so that they can make a justified and knowledgeable decision on their investment. And that goes back to the theme of what we're talking about here is that even when we do that, and it's totally fine. It's okay. You won't hurt our feelings if you don't want to go on a certain investment release. But just remember, every loan we release may not be your cup of tea. And that's okay. It's absolutely okay. In fact, if you're not comfortable with something for whatever reason, right, then you just say, not this time, and we'll have plenty more coming along. Yeah, and that doesn't just go for the investments here at Ignite Funding. If you're doing the same thing in your entire portfolio, whether you're buying houses, getting into precious metals, digital currency, whatever have you, even the stock market, always do your due diligence. If something doesn't seem right to you, you have that you know gut feeling in, in you to not do it, then don't do it. Don't feel some type of way if you uh, right. decide not to. So that's definitely something we uh, want you guys to do when you're investing, um, regardless if it's just at Ignite Funding. So... I think we covered everything that we can on this topic. I'm glad we were able to go over this. I know a lot of investors um, sometimes want some clarification on things like this. And this is just something that Misty and I have been talking about the last couple of weeks. And I, I think this will hopefully give some of the investor, investors, the listeners, and potential investors some more insight on how we release loans, why we release loans, and that every loan may not be right for you. Thank Absolutely. You. So thanks again for listening to Deeds in the Desert. Catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on Deeds in the Desert, where short-term investments meet long-term investors. We hope you enjoyed the content so much that you share it with all your friends. Who doesn't like learning about passive fixed income, right? Still hungry for more education? Visit our website at ignitefunding.com. Or if you're ready to take the leap and start investing, give us a call at 702-761-0000 and schedule a free investor consultation. 